slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today as we talk all things New York Islanders. Lots to get to tonight. Islanders hosting the Washington Capitals with a chance to tie Washington for first place in the East Division tonight. We'll have a full preview. We'll talk about Matt Barzal's milestone as being named the NHL's first star of last week. And we will, of course, discuss Josh Bailey, who is now one point away from 500 in his NHL career. We'll discuss Bales and why he's maybe a little underappreciated by Islanders fans at times. Uh, certainly has been over the course of his career. We certainly will be happy to talk about anything Islanders related that's on your mind. You have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the show, feel free to email us, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I will also be live tweeting during nearly every Islanders game. So uh, if you need some instant insight and analysis, definitely follow along on Twitter for that. So good news for the Islanders, an honor uh, certainly well-earned announced yesterday, and that is that as far as the NHL every week, of course, they announce the three stars of the week, and Forward Matthew Barzal was named the first star for the week that ended on Easter Sunday, along with, by the way, um, registered nurse Kelly McLaughlin of Northwell Health South Shore University Hospital. But for Barzal, a seven-point week in three games, five of those points, of course, including a hat trick coming in one game, that was last Thursday, where he had three goals and two assists in the Islanders' 8-4 to win over the Capitals. That was the third hat trick in the career of Matthew Barzal and the fourth time that he has registered a five-point game. And the thing about Barzal right now, he is riding uh, a four-game point streak where he has nine points in those four games, four goals five assists. And, you know, here's the thing. Since the dynasty years have ended, the number of elite, outstanding, take-your-breath-away kind of players that the Islanders have been fortunate enough to feature has been, well, 
few and far between, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. Uh, you could go with Pat LaFontaine, who came just after the dynasty years. Maybe for a year or two, Ziggy Palfi was uh, up there on that list. Uh, but overall, uh, John Tavares, I don't know if Tavares was ever electrifying. He certainly was talented. He certainly had a lot of ability. But as far as making those exciting plays that take, you know, fans out of their seats and leave your mouth hanging open in awe when he does it, you know, the Islanders haven't had a lot since the end of the dynasty years. But Matthew Barzal definitely fits that definition. And the amazing thing about Barzi is he still has the potential to get better over the course of his NHL career. He is still young, and he is still developing. You get the feeling that he hasn't even reached his full potential as of yet. So, hopefully, uh, we have not even seen the best of Matthew Barzal. Now, Barzi, by the way, became just the fifth Islander in the history of the franchise, which dates back to 1972, with at least four five-point games. And the other, he's in an elite company. Uh, Brian Trottier did it 15 times, as did Mike Bossy. Dennis Potvin did it five. Pat LaFontaine, four times. Now, that makes Barzal the first player to do that in the 21st century. And it also means that he is the only non-Hall of Famer on that list between Trottier, Bossy, Dennis Potvin, and Pat LaFontaine. So, pretty elite company for Matthew Barzal. And the thing I love about Barzi, watching him in particular this season, is watching him mature. Earlier in his career, Barzi would overhandle the puck and try to stick handle through you know, two, three players. I saw him on a number of occasions, you know, skate into the opposing zone one on three or one on four. And he might even fake out one or two guys, but he would never or rarely uh, manage to get a quality scoring attempt out of that. And look, you can get away with that in juniors occasionally in the minors as well. But in the NHL against bigger, stronger, more mature players, it is very rare that you're going to win those one-on-three or one-on-four kind of situations and create something good. And the thing that we've seen this year is that the number of times that Barzi has overhandled the puck has gone down dramatically. And he's learning how to better shield the puck with his body while still maintaining that speed that sets him apart from a lot of uh, other players in this league. And he uses his hockey intelligence more and more than we saw earlier in his career. So, really exciting to watch Matthew Barzal. He is the Islanders' leading scorer right now with 34 points. He's tied for the team lead in, with 13 goals. And this, these numbers put him in pretty good company. So if you extend these numbers over the course of a full 82-game season, that's 28 goals and a little more than 73 points. Not bad for a team that plays a defensive 
first system like uh, the Islanders do under Barry Trotz. So, uh, you know, solid numbers. And look, I think the most productive offensive season that Matthew Barzal ever put up remains his rookie campaign when he won the Calder Trophy and really, again, put up some very impressive numbers. Now, you got to go back to uh, 2017, 2018. He had 85 points and 22 goals. So right now, this season, he's on pace to have more goals per game than he's ever had in his career. And this would be the second most productive point season, again, if you stretched it out to a full 82 games. And hopefully, Barzi can even finish stronger than he started and get a lot more done. When we come back, we still have our Islanders birthday of the day. We'll look at Josh Bailey on the cusp of a milestone and a whole lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by your friends at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on his or her computer, choosing only the brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home, and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to RockAuto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of the manufacturers. And they've got everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com You can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So, Josh Bailey is one point away from 500 points over the course of his NHL career. And Bales was drafted by the Islanders with the ninth overall pick back in 2008, made the team as an 18-year-old rookie. Uh, did not play in the minors, went straight from the Windsor Spitfires of the Ontario League to the Islanders, uh, and, and you know, as a, a young kid, had to learn the ropes of the NHL. And look, Bales has never had a 20-goal season in the NHL. In 903 career games, he's got 160 goals, 499 points. His most productive offensive season came in 2017-2018 when he had 18 goals and 71 points in 76 games. But you look back, and it seems to me that Bailey was a huge part of the Islanders' playoff success last year in 22 games, 20 points, uh, almost a point a game, two goals, and 18 assists. And 
Bailey is not the kind of guy like Matthew Barzal who is going to make you go wow on a lot of plays. But, you know, Bailey's game is a lot more subtle. Barzal will get you out of your seat and make your jaw drop and uh, amaze you with his stick handling and his speed and his moves. But Bailey gets the job done with his vision and his hockey IQ. He sees the ice extremely well, distributes the puck extremely well also, and really sets up his teammates with a lot of quality chances as a result of that kind of play. And he'll be an asset on the second power play unit. And I I think the fact that Bailey A never became a prolific goal scorer uh, and B is the kind of player that you really need to watch game in and game out and really need to study. It, it, you know, it's the subtleties of Josh Bailey's game that make him such a valuable part of this Islanders team. And, you know, I remember when he was a rookie, first came up, how young and inexperienced he was. And I've watched him mature and gradually become the quality, you know, second or third line uh, forward that he has become. And the other thing about Bale is he could play any of the three forward positions uh, with ease. He could be a center. He could be a winger on either side and get the job done. He's responsible defensively. This year has been a bit of a struggle for Josh Bailey. Six goals, 23 points in 38 games. That is not the pace we expect from Bales. Uh, you really would expect him to be somewhere in the mid-50s to mid-60s in points in a season. Right now, he would be somewhere in the high 40s if this were a complete 82-game season. And I think that the Islanders are counting on Bailey to sort of step it up a notch. You know, there have been several players who have gone through some substantial slumps uh, over the course of this strange NHL season that we've been dealing with. Bailey is one of them. And hopefully, you know, Josh Bailey starts getting things back on track uh, over the last few games. And more importantly, if you're the New York Islanders, in the playoffs. And Bales is also now that he is uh, one of the big veterans on the team at the age of 31. Uh, he's also a leader in the locker room and a veteran presence for the New York Islanders. And it's hard to believe that he has been with the organization now for more than a decade and been with the Islanders for more than a decade. So uh, looking forward to Bales getting that 500th point uh, in his NHL career. He is a smart player. He rises to the occasion. You want to hear an interesting statistic. Uh, 499 points in 903 games, but in the playoffs, 37 points in 52 games, including, as I mentioned, 20 points in 22 games last year. The previous season, six points in eight games. So it seems to me that Josh Bailey is one of those guys who is clutch and finds a way to raise his level of play when it matters most. And that's what the Islanders need. And quite honestly, they'll need that tonight because you look at the standings and Washington has 
54 points in 38 games. The Islanders, 52 points in 38 games. The Penguins, 50 points in 38 games. So the top three spots in the East Division separated by a total of four points. And if the Islanders can win in regulation, they would even things up with the Washington Capitals. I have a feeling that Josh Bailey gets that 500th point tonight and that his contribution to this game will be a meaningful one. Just just a hunch, just a feeling, and uh, we'll see if Bales can get that done. We've still got a lot more to talk about on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day and a full preview of tonight's game at the Coliseum against the Washington Capitals. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Now, the football season may be over, but the NBA and NHL are heading into the stretch drive of the playoffs. You've got certainly Major League Baseball, which is now underway, and the NFL Draft is less than a month away as well. And BetOnline also covers things like awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They give you real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best place, it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. So if you put $100 into your account, they'll give you $50 absolutely free. So that's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasties and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Right now, it's time for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and uh, we're going to go back to a player who was with the Islanders in the mid to late 80s. I'm talking about veteran defenseman Gerald Diddick. He turns 56 years old today. The native of Sherwood Park, Alberta, was the Islanders' first round pick in the 1983 draft, joined the Islanders during the 1984-85 season, and remained with the team through the 1989-90 campaign before moving on to finish his career with the Montreal Canadiens, Vancouver Canucks, Chicago Blackhawks, Hartford Whalers, Phoenix Coyotes, Toronto Maple Leafs, and briefly, the Dallas Stars. He was active until 2000-2001, played in 932 NHL games, 56 goals, 212 points, add uh, 114 playoff games with eight goals and 24 more points. He was a member of the Canucks team in 1993-94. That went all the way to the Stanley Cup final. And Didick was more of a defenseman, not a guy who was going to put up a lot of points, but he was a quality player. And you could see that by the longevity of his NHL career. We're going to look back at one of his better games with the Islanders, October 22nd, 
1988 at the Nassau Coliseum. Who's in town? The Quebec Nordique, Bob Mason in goal for Quebec. Billy Smith is the Islanders netminder as these two teams go at it. It was Gerald Diddick getting things started. His second goal of the year from Alan Kerr and Brad Lauer at 8-20. Islanders. And then the Islanders extend the lead as Derek King scores from Pat LaFontaine and Gerald Diddick. 2-0 Islanders after one and Didick already had two points. In the second period, a power play goal by Joe Sackett got Quebec on the board to Anton Stastny and Tommy Albeline with the assist. But then goals by Alan Kerr and Pat LaFontaine made it 4-1 to Islanders after two. And then the third period was a little more wide open. Goal, two goals by Joe Sackick got Quebec closer, but Brent Sutter had a power play goal in between those with another assist by Gerald Diddick. And then Greg Gilbert and Randy Wood both got their first goals of the season as the Islanders skated away with a 7-3 win over the Nordique. And Billy Smith making 19 saves to earn the victory for Gerald Diddick. One goal, two assists, three points, and a plus-four rating. He had five shots on goal, but that did not lead the team. It was actually second. Pat LaFontaine, who also had a goal and two assists in this game. Pat LaFontaine had eight shots on goal to pace the Islanders. Islanders had 43 shots on goal to just 22 for Quebec. And the Islanders skate away with the big victory. So, 7-3. The Islanders win this game, a three-point night for Gerald Diddick. We wish him a very happy 56th birthday and many, many happy and healthy more. So, Gerald Diddick, 56 years old today. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Now, the Islanders hosting the Washington Capitals tonight. And this is a game, realistically, where the Islanders' defense is going to have to shine. Because Washington right now, second in the league in goals scored, and their special teams are also very, very solid. Seventh in the league on the power play with a 24.5% success rate. Eighth on the PK with an 82.6% success rate. And offensively, you know, this team can play with anybody. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin leading the team with 19 goals. Nicholas Backstrom, as ever, uh, the assist leader. He's got 39 points. And John Carlson, who always seems to play well against the Islanders, uh, he has 32 points, third on the team. And, of course, he is their power play quarterback. Now, the thing about Washington, and I've talked about this before, they've got players like T.J. Oshie and Tom Wilson who like to get physical. We know that Ross Johnston was shaken up in the win over Philadelphia on Saturday, did not return. Uh, he had one shift after his fight on Saturday night. He did practice with the team yesterday, and we'll see whether or not he's ready for tonight's game, we'll keep you updated as soon as we hear something, but I think having a player like Ross Johnston in the lineup against the Capitals, who like to be a little more physical, 
and have guys like Wilson, who likes to play with an edge, and Oshi, who is a big, strong, physical player, I, I think it is beneficial to the Islanders to have a player like Ross Johnston in the lineup, if possible, against the Washington Capitals. If you look at the line combinations for the Caps and, uh, you know, a lot of familiar names here, Lars Eller centers the top line with Ovechkin and Oshie on his wings. Nicholas Backstrom has been the second line pivot with Connor Sheary and Tom Wilson flanking him. The talented Evgeny Kuznetsov centers the third line. Richard Panik and Daniel Sprong are his wingers. And Nick Dowd, Carl Haglin, and Garnett Hathaway compose the fourth line. On defense, you have Brendan Dillon and John Carlson as the top pairing. Justin Schultz and Dmitry Orlov are the middle pair. And then the veteran, future Hall of Famer and ex-Islanders Zdeno Chara and Nick Jensen make up the third pairing. You look at the goaltending situation, and that has been a little bit of an issue. You have Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov. Samsonov has been playing better as of late, and that is a big deal for the Capitals. But overall, he has struggled this season, and the Capitals have struggled defensively as a team this season, and that's something the Islanders are going to have to take advantage of. Big game tonight. You win this one. You're tied for first. You lose it, and you may be in a tie with the Penguins, and there'll be four-point gap between the Islanders and the Capitals. Now, the Islanders have been a great home team all season. This is the middle of a six-game homestand, and the Islanders have to hope that the home ice advantage is a big factor in their success. So, pivotal game. We'll keep an eye on it, see how it goes, and of course, we'll be back tomorrow with a full analysis of that game. We also have our weekly farm report tomorrow on the show and our locker room segment, so join me at 8.30 tomorrow night on the locker room app, and uh, we can talk Islanders, uh, talk about anything Islanders related that you'd like, so feel free to join me. It's always fun to interact with my listeners. That's going to do it for today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.